In the name of our crucified Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. How things have changed. Naked once meant innocent, selfless, and perfect. Now we almost giggle at the very mention of nakedness. Our minds conjure up images that cause us to blush, even wince, and feel shameful. Yet Moses records at the end of Genesis 2, the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Different from guilt, shame includes an unhealthy preoccupation with one's self. That Adam and his wife were first unashamed, though they were naked, makes sense because they did not have that level of self-awareness that comes from sinful, selfish, self-navel-gazing. But then, as soon as they sinned, their eyes were opened to a new reality. Sure, they knew good and evil, knowledge their Creator had withheld purely for their good. But now they see that they are naked, exposed, and vulnerable. And when their eyes incline toward themselves for the first time, they're ashamed. Look at me, Adam thinks. Look at me, his wife muses. Each is too preoccupied with him or herself to notice the nakedness of the other. Sin does exactly that. It curves our gaze inward on ourselves. Even when we see a naked person, we think of ourselves in some way. What could they do? Hide themselves, they hoped, and fig leaves hastily stitched together before their flight into the garden, away from their creator, they were their garments of choice. But fig leaves cannot hide sin and guilt. So after God seeks and calls out to them, he exposes the pair in their ashamed hiding. He elicits their acknowledgement, though not their confession, of their sins. Remember Adam's response? I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. No we in that statement. Adam was focused inward on himself. Well, until he turned his focus outward, blaming his sinful predicament on God and on the woman whom you gave to be with me, it was not a confession. And God doles out the curses to the two and the serpent. And then he upgrades their wardrobes from bloodless fig leaves to garments made from skin. With this, they learned quickly that God was not wrong in threatening death at the moment that they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But he mercifully stayed their execution by shedding the blood of whatever innocent animal this was from which he took the skin to cover the sin and shame of, <coughs> excuse me, of the man and the woman. Their nakedness would be covered at the cost of an even deeper nakedness, for what could be more exposed than an animal stripped of its skin, possibly not even identifiable with its hide removed? And so the first death, the first bloodshed, happened at the hands of the Creator 
himself to grant these rebels the luxury of hiding their shame behind the innocence of another creature. Their sin not only brought death to themselves and their, and their heirs, but to all creation. The shadow of death fell over all God had created and had called good. Though we don't want to admit it, this is the true nature of our sin. We want to hide it behind pious-seeming fig leaves, but these won't do. No matter what you do to delete your browsing history, you can't hide your shame or obscure your guilt from the eyes of an all-knowing God. No matter how you try to couch your gossip and thinly-veiled request to pray for her, those words remain character-damaging slander against your neighbor and render you guilty before God. Even if you call it just getting what's rightfully yours, it's still greed. And the excuses related to why you can't make it to the week after week Sunday morning divine service, those excuses don't give the gifts God delivers there. And they can't hide your sin. And the excuse that everyone else does it is a tried and untrue, flimsy fig leaf. Repent of these and all other fig leaf attempts to hide your sin and trick yourself into thinking you're blameless. Why? Because sin can only be covered with skin. We are not told what animal in the garden the Creator peeled the innocent hide off of in order to conceal the exposed and vulnerable parts of Adam and his wife. But given the way in which immature ovine offspring are often selected to be sacrifices on Passover in the tabernacle in the temple, it's not unreasonable to suspect that the first animal to die flayed to stave off death for mankind was a lamb. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, John the Baptist declared of Jesus. Behold the fulfillment of every lamb with its throat slit to render it a sacrifice in the temple. Behold the fulfillment of every Passover lamb roasted and completely consumed the night before God brought His people out of slavery. Behold the lamb, who is not actually a lamb, but a man. Behold God with skin. Behold the man scourged by the Roman soldiers with their evil flagrum designed to shred the skin from the back of the whipped one, tearing away flesh so deep that the internal organs, kidneys, and bowels are nearly or literally exposed. Behold the man on whose head the soldiers pressed a crown of woven thorns to ridicule him as a madman with his, with his belief in being king. Behold the man on whom they draped a soldier's dirty purple robe to intensify the jest. Behold the man whom Pilate brought forth to say, Behold your king! Here is God with skin clothed in the mockery of sinful man. Behold the man 
who when he was nailed to the cross was stripped naked, which our crucifixes do not depict. Behold the man whose clothes the soldiers divided amongst themselves. Behold the man for whose, for whose seamless tunic the godless gambled. Behold the man, God with skin, whose skin is shamefully exposed for all passers-by to mock. Behold the naked God. Behold the man who will bear your sin and shame. Behold the man who will suffer in your place. Behold the man whose nakedness answers for Adam's. Behold the man naked and unashamed with nothing to hide, with no sin of his own to garb in raiment or rationalization. Behold the man stripped bare to bear your own sins, all of them. The ones you try to hide and obscure, the ones you pretend are not there, the ones that cause you the greatest shame. All of them hang there on the cross with this man, this God, this Jesus, naked, dying for you. Behold the man stripped naked so that he might clothe you in a new skin. Behold the man who will hide your sin with his own righteousness. Behold the man who gives you himself to wear. For as many as you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Behold the man in whose washing of holy baptism you are clothed in the incomparable perfection of his own righteousness. Behold the man who covers your sin with his own skin. Wear his raiment. Wear him. Your sin is gone. Your shame removed your guilt dispatched. Behold the man. In the name of Jesus. Amen.